The big news this week was that OpenAI is not training GPT-5, and that China's draft rules look to be crippling restrictions on their ability to develop LLMs. After all that talk of how a pause was impossible and working with China was impossible, and all we could do was boldly rush ahead, the biggest American player and biggest foreign rival both decided for their own internal reasons to do something not entirely unlike a pause. They just went ahead and did it. We kept saying they'd never do it no matter what, and they just went ahead and did it. At least somewhat. This is excellent news. I sincerely hope people are updating on the new information, now that they know such things are not only possible but happening. In terms of capabilities, the week was highly incremental. Lots of new detail, nothing conceptionally surprising or even unexpected. Introduction. The third non-chimpanzee. Notice that AIs need not be far more powerful than us to take control of the future, merely more powerful. The future belongs to the most powerful optimizers, the most intelligent things, and we are on the verge of that not being us. That won't end well for humanity. If you think there is a different default, why? Everyone becoming three times as productive at the thing you are doing, as I discussed before, can go both ways in terms of pay. I remain an optimist overall about overall employment effects. I am not that level of optimist about the specific jobs where productivity jumps. Some will be fine. Many will not. The range of occupations exposed to advances in generative AI, the rapidity with its spread, and the variation in which populations will be most exposed to such advances, suggest that government can play an important role in helping people adapt to how generative AI changes work. The user writes these down and allows Hermes to interact with them. Hermes responds with its own sub-agents and reasoning steps like so. It is still early. The key claim of fans is that the problems of auto-GPT are inherent to GPT-4 and cannot be fixed with further wrapping. If we are getting close to the maximum amount we can get out of creating a framework and using reflection and memory and other tricks, then that seems rather fast. We are only doing some quite basic first things here. Perhaps the core engine simply is not up to the task, yet there are definitely things I would try well before I gave up on it. Uh... Announcing Amazon Bedrock Amazon plans to make a variety of foundational models, LLMs, available through AWS. This will be a one-stop shop to get the compute you need in efficient form, and they plan to offer bespoke fine-tuning off even a small handful of examples, with the goal being that customers will mostly be creating custom models. Sadly, we're falling into two camps. AGI, let's automate all the jobs, and AI doom, it will kill us all. Demis Hassabes talks to 60 Minutes, video, puff piece. Replitz Reza Shabani talks about how to train LLMs using Databricks, Hugging Face, and Mosaic ML. 2. Security. All of this seems wise and reasonable. It's better if liability rests with whoever can address the asterisk root causes asterisk of risks, and if it rests with larger organizations that have the resources to invest in safety engineering, as opposed to with small businesses or individuals. Specifies the what and leaves the how up to the practitioners, especially important in a young, rapidly improving industry. Create means for rapid shutdown of large compute clusters and training runs. My experience from SFF was indeed that if you had an AI safety project, your chances of getting funded were quite good. Is this easy? No. Does it need to be done? Is it worth doing? Yes. However, if any new model will get plugged into a bunch of existing practical systems, then releasing that model suddenly endangers all those systems. In turn, that means the regulatory state becomes interested. Could this perhaps be a big deal? Paul Graham.
It may be that OpenAI is going too fast, but I'm skeptical about whether Google was achieving much toward making AI safer by never shipping. In fact, it may have made things net worse. At least now we can start to predict and adjust to what's coming. Occam's Razor says that Google was slow to ship AI in the same way they're slow to ship everything else. Not because the best minds of our generation were engaged in a brilliantly conducted study of the possible risks, but ordinary squabbling and bureaucracy. I suppose one can use the full overhang argument, where if everything happens later, then everything happens quicker and is even worse, on the theory that the limiting factors are time-limited and can't be accelerated. Except that is so clearly not how capitalism or innovation actually works. In a post primarily about linking to the eight things to know about LLMs, Alex Tabarak lays out a ubiquitous false dichotomy unusually clearly, which is great. This thread and post talk about the current chip capability outlook for China. For cutting-edge chips, China is in a bad spot. For trailing less cutting-edge chips, they are doing reasonably well. <laughs> As usual with such tracks, there is no engagement with what it would mean to develop intelligences or any thought on whether the warnings do or don't have merit. Simply a cultural people who say new tech is scary are bad take.